Welcome to another episode of Murray Musings, where we are going to recap the Australian Open so far. We've got our co-hosts, Claire and Scott, and we've got a great guest for us today, Michael Johnson, also known as Lob Winners. How are we all doing today? I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm a little bit sad as well. Okay, okay, I'm sad as well. You see, we're all, allowed to, we're all allowed to be sad. Can we all like? I'm drinking, so I'm fine. So am I. So am I. So am I. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Since like, since at least at least a few of us are, are 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 drinking some form of beverage, can we all just can we just take a moment? Like, just take. Shall we do a minute silence? No, we won't do a minute. That would be awkward. Let's no, do it's ten too seconds. Long on the ten, ten second. Ten seconds of silence for Andy Murray's Australian Open hopes. Right, starting yeah. on three, two, one. Just pour one out for him. You're good as eight, Peter. You had to drop this in 10 seconds. We have to do it again. <laughs> Three, two, one. That was a very quick 10 seconds. But you know what? There you go. Yeah, that, there we go. Our, that's our, that's our... cumulatively, it might have been 10 seconds before Peter interrupted. <laughs> Sorry. It was, uh, Imagine you know, how long that was. Like the silence, I was like, okay. You only had to good. wait 10 seconds, Peter. 10 seconds. For goodness sake. Unbelievable. Um, but yes, no, I'm I'm a bit... I'm not... I, you know what? I said on last week's episode of my amazing that I would be a little bit disappointed if Annie didn't make the fourth round. So I feel validated in the sense that I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm allowing myself to feel a little bit, uh, yeah, a little bit disappointed. I, I am exceptionally disappointed. Actually. Are you? Wow. Yes. Are you? That's exceptionally it. disappointed because uh-huh. I feel like he did so well in Sydney, so well in Sydney. And then he came in and he was amazing against Basilashvili in the first round. And then I don't know what happened to him against yeah. Tara Daniel. I mean, that's, I, I think, um, not to take away anything from Tara Daniel because he was outstanding, actually, yeah. against Murray. There was, I, I don't know actually what Andy could have done to get past him. He was so good. He played incredible tennis. Everything Andy threw at him, he just threw it straight back. And he was like a wall, like nothing was getting through him. Um, so really... Yeah. Can I, I can I can I can I train can I train in there and say like I feel I feel very much similar to you, Claire, but I I think I would say I agree in the sense that there's not much that Andy could have done in Andy's current form. Now that's not to say that he wasn't in, you know, great like great form coming in, as you say, at the Australian Open and stuff, but he is still not quite, you know, the Andy Murray that we saw a few years ago, you know, in 2016. I do think that you know, prime Andy Murray would have been able to get past him. Does that make oh, sense? Did, like no, I guess, yeah. Like no, no disrespect to Tower Dino at all, because like the man did play like <laughs> just outrageous, just unbelievable. Like some of his shots were yeah. crazy, but I do feel like Andy would have kind of at least mounted some sort of a challenge, right? <laughs> like, do you know? Kind of, do you know what pisses me off more though is the yeah. fact that he played so well and beat him, and then he lost in the third round to Sinner. That annoys me. I'm like, see if you're going to have the audacity to beat Andy Murray, back it up with a win in the next yeah, round. 100%. You know, it's like if you're going to have the audacity to break his serve, mm. back that up by keeping holding your own service game. Back it up by mm. winning your next match. And he didn't. He just... Yeah. Kind of, and um, I knew that was going to happen. Okay. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Andy right, could have beaten Sinner. <laughs> 
<laughs> but, I mean, yeah. he did, he did, he did, he did be center at the end of last year. Um, shall we? Shall we talk about the 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 first round? Like, shall we talk about the good stuff? Uh, shall we talk about Andy's first round match against uh, Basilish? Really? Um, did we all watch it? Like, let's start with our guest. I feel let's 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 go to our guest, Michael. Did you watch it? What were your thoughts? What were your feelings? What was your sense about Andy in that first round? This is why I don't want to admit it because this is where you all say I'm the jinx. And I watched uh, that towards the end of Goodbye Celeste really much. I did watch like the fourth and fifth set, but yeah. I watched the whole of Tara Daniel match from start to finish. So this is. This is where I'm about to get kicked off the podcast. Right, well, just right. Hey, Pierre, you have moderating rights in this chat. You can kick him out, right? Yeah, I could, but I'll, I'll let you uh, keep on going. So what, uh, what um, else happened? The, the first round match was, like you say, a really encouraging performance, I think, because what what's the most frustrating thing about playing someone like Bastilash Philly is, like, there's so many points that you just can't do anything. He will hit the lever off the ball. And yeah, it gives you some free points, but sometimes even someone as quick as Andy Murray um, is not going to get anywhere near them. But he kept his composure really well in a topsy-turvy match, which we didn't really doubt. He's yeah. got so much experience of that. Um, and I think that's the encouraging thing is that that's a, that was a high-level player, a top-30 player playing. I thought he played a very good level by Celeste, really. Yeah. Um, he, it wasn't one of his worst days. Um, no. and, and Andy found a way to get through and I think that's the re- that was the really positive thing about his tournament experience is, is that you know, a, a back-to-back weeks with a top 30 win under his belt is uh, a lot of players would trade that especially someone still scratchy and finding form and um, looking to propel up the rankings like Andy mm-hmm. is at the moment yeah, I think yeah. good to I, see him get a five-state win as well. Exactly, for sure, for sure, absolutely, right? Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah, yeah. What well, the Watson Dancers didn't get another five-state win, but I think, I think, I think, I, like it was, it was a, fun, it was such a, a, like I, you know what? I had hope this time, like you know, because there, there, there were a few Andy fans, a few, you know, uh, almost like negative Andy fans, like myself. I, I, you know what? I classify myself as a relatively like negative. I bring the negative energy to the Andy fandom, but like just a little I, bit. Yeah, well, tiny bit, tiny bit. <laughs> I think I think every fandom needs one of those, you know, negative negative fans. Um, but like, I, I, because I, at first I was like, oh, you know, this is another like absolute like slog that he's gone through. Like this, like kind of epic, like five stars. You know, what well, must be like four hours or something like that. Like. And he's all, you know, early tournament, like, effort that he's had to make. You know, it can't just be a simple, yeah. like, you know, Shea says when. But, like, this time, I kind of felt like, you know, it's a Grand Slam. He's got, like, a day's rest in between, right? So, like, I was kind of, I was kind of hoping. I was kind of like, you know, oh, like, and he kind of, lo- he kind of looked after it in his post-match interview. You know, he was saying, you know, he was talking again about going deep and about hoping he can have a good mm-hmm. run here and about, you know, saying all those positive things that kind of imply that he doesn't, feel overly tired and overly kind of like worn out or overly kind of um underprepared even or kind of uh, yeah like it, it, everything he was saying was sounding like was ticking boxes for me right so I was kind of like oh it maybe it doesn't matter that he's kind of had to go through this kind of you know uh like long first round match um like all kind of off topic slightly like you know what the you know what the annoying thing is was was it not the first set like did he Am I really thinking, like, did, he, did Andy Six win the first one. quite easily? 6-1. Like, 
in like, Next yeah. one. In like 20 minutes. Yeah. In like 20, 23 minutes, I think it was over when. So uh. you're thinking, oh, here we go. Hey. hey. A, nice, oh. a nice cheeky three sets, some breadsticks, uh. that'll do us, and then boom. It was just so like, come on. Like, because yeah, because he won that first set, and I'm like, oh. I mean, this is perfect. Like, that's exactly the kind of energy we need from Andy, right? Like, and I think, I think, I think, like, given what then played out in a second round match, I think it is that sense of like, he really, and like, I think he's even said, I think he even said his press conference that the one thing he needs to get better at is kind of getting, you know, like picking up the pace a bit when he's like, you know, in the lead and when he's kind of like, you know, front running, right? Um, because that's majorly important now, especially at this like period of his career where he needs to kind of, you know, string wins together you know, in a relatively kind of quick like succession in the in the early stages of events, you know. Um and I think I think it's all I would think it was always going to be rough against Basil who is such a hot and cold player. That's one thing that really stood out to me. Like Andy's played him what like three times now in the last like three quarters of a year. Like mm-hmm. like Basil is really so hot and cold. Like, <laughs> like one minute he's framing shots that like land way beyond base. The next minute he's absolutely ripping forehands and it's like what <laughs> what is going on? Like, how do you even like get into a rhythm against this guy, right? Cause... Well, that's it. Like, well, if you think about if you think about the Basilish Valley from round from set one and comparing yes. to yeah. Basilish Valley from set two, it's two yeah. completely different players. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And it's like how like how <laughs> like and and it's weird to say, but like because I feel like Andy's won his three recent matches against him. Andy's won like all the matches, right? Like so. Um, you know, Andy obviously does know how to play, but it's like, right, Andy, you know how to play him. Could you just like, <laughs> do you just know three. how? To, yeah, could you just do it in like straight sets? That'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, right. Um, so I don't know, I don't know. It was, it, it was great to watch. It was great to watch him, right? Like the first round, like regardless of all of our, oh my gosh, he could have made that quicker, or he could have. It was great to see him win, and it was great to see him play well because he obviously did, and you know. Um, be a player of Basilevili's quality because uh, obviously Basilevili is a quality player, um, and yeah, which is fantastic. I think we were all feeling, you know, obviously we had our reserves, like you know, but like reservations, but like we were all feeling good, right? We were all feeling kind of upbeat. I think, right? Maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel yeah, like generally no, we were. Yeah, um, and, and looking at the draw with no offense to someone like Tara Daniel, like you couldn't really have asked for a better on paper. On paper, yeah. but you couldn't really have asked for a better round to opponent. I hate to say it, but that's exactly the case as well. Because Andy's draw yeah. here was relatively decent, all considering, like as a wild card. Like, yeah, he had center in the third round, but then he beaten center at the end of last year. So it was like, well, maybe, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It, it, it wasn't a nightmare, a totally nightmare draw at all. Like, let's, let's, let's not lie. <laughs> like, yeah, let's not we lie weren't here. freaking out about the draw. No, we certainly. I don't think any of us were really freaking out about Tower Daniel, like, which is the, to Tower Daniel's Tower Daniel's credit, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, the the right. only thing, the only thing that did concern me about Tara Daniel going into that match was, and I've said this before about mm. qualifiers. Qualifiers worry me because they're on a winning streak. You know, they've come much further than anyone else at that point in the main draw because they've had to win three matches yeah. already just to get in so mm. they're on a bit of a street and they're thinking oh yeah they're building up their confidence with every match so mm. i do always have that slight concern yeah. about qualifiers but at the same time i, I thought andy had them you know I, I i really did think andy was going to take it yeah. quite easily i think he proved me wrong didn't he yeah <laughs> 
I think I think the thing is like Tower Daniel, yeah, you're right. Like he was, you know, he's a qualifier, so he's coming in with these wins. But then like I think if you even look back, like I'm not sure he'd even had he even dropped a set. I'm not sure he'd, he had he'd dropped, dropped had a set. Dropped set. Like in his three qualifying matches and then in his first round match, I think the nearest he got taken to was a tie break. So it's like yep. wow. <laughs> it was some some run for Tower Daniel, undeniable. Like, like after he after he beat Andy, I was like, right, okay, that's it. All bets are off. Tara Daniel is going to be the male Emirat Akanu. This is what's going to happen. Oh, wow. Not going to drop a set. Would have been. Well, would have been a story. That also didn't happen. Would have been. Would have been a story. Would have been a story. Um, but yeah, like I, you, you, you know what, you know what. So I got up. So I got up. I got up to watch because Andy's match against Tara Daniel was on at like I think it was like the six thirty UK time in the morning. Something right, like, like that. I think that's yeah. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. That's right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, me, 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 uh, me, Claire, and Michael all remember that early rise. Uh, <laughs> um, Peter's like, oh, that was you know one, one, one in the morning for me. Um, but it was yeah. So I, I, I remember getting up because I had I started work like at like it was like ten thirty. So I was like, oh, I mean, this will be pretty good. This will be okay. I managed to fit this in all right. Like this will, this will kind of fit in slot in quite well because like you know even if this really realistically goes like what four sets like it should be okay like it should fit into that kind of time slot relatively well actually like uh, to, to kind of wrap up like even even if I'm, I'm I'll give Tyro Daniel a set and I'll say it's going to be a four set win to Andy so then like <laughs> and then in like the I think it was, I swear it was like the first or second game there was like a a 20 25 shot 30 shot rally like and I was like all right, <laughs> this, this could take slightly longer. And then obviously Tower Daniel won the first set. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to take ages. This will definitely still be going because Andy's going to have to win this in four or five. And then very quickly, I was like, oh no, this match is going to finish in time for me to go to work and the match will be over. Yeah. It's just not going to finish. I wanted to finish. No. <laughs> it's not. Ah, okay. <laughs> this is not going to go. This is not going to go our way, is it? So um it was yeah it was rough it was a rough kind of uh like I, it had that high i had that high the first round and i had the um the uh like the the, the big five set win but I, I just feel like this kind of slots into that kind of category again of the kind of tournaments that we've had with andy kind of over the past like you know a year and a half or so where like you have that huge big moment of like first or second round like this is fantastic like the high of that um, like an, an, an epic fight back or a rough kind of like win or something like that and then just kind of a um kind of a tough loss to kind of swallow a wee bit so um what what did you guys what did you guys make of the um the press conference um and did you see Andy's press conference did you see quite of what he was saying in it or um yeah what were your thoughts on it anybody, anybody want to take I didn't that actually on? I didn't see it mm-hmm. I I did and I think I think it was fine you want to summarize um, it? Some, some people came away with um, just being glum about it. And he mm. was like, I'm just going to go back to, you know, my house and uh, then go to Doha and uh, Dubai and just like try to regroup is how I felt. Like some people were very catastrophic about like his demeanor and whatnot. And I just, I I didn't want to be as negative as probably what other people were feeling in that moment when um, he was uh, going on about how he played. Cause he said that he was disappointed. Right. And yeah. that mm-hmm. he just mm-hmm. did not play his 
you know, up to his strengths. And, yeah. and he didn't. It, it, was, yeah. it was bad. Because he had 49 unforced errors. Um, he only had 38 winners compared to Tarot's 46. Um, and, I mean, the serving wasn't that awful. But Tarot had 12 aces and Andy only had seven. So mm-hmm, yeah. it, it was just not a clean match from Andy. Mm-hmm. There was a lot, of, um, a lot of break point opportunities wasted exactly. as well. So many. So many. <laughs> and uh, I feel like he was disappointed because uh, we all expected him to miss much. He probably expected himself to win the match. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, but I also feel like there's some other circumstances. He played so well in Sydney. But how many players who go in ATP when you're playing best of five sets, how many players go deep the week before a slam and then back it up? It takes a top, top level player to. To do that on a consistent basis, I think yeah. Kokonakis, who won in Adelaide, lost in round one. Carrots mm-hmm, lost mm-hmm. in round two or three. Yeah. Um, who beat Andy in Sydney? So it's not um, it's not an easy thing to back up, um, especially when you are as it's on the you know that was one of his best tournaments for a little while as well, Andy. So. Mm-hmm. His form is not where it wants to be, so yeah, string, stringing it along consistently is his next step. And obviously, he thought he was able to do that, but he's got to go back and regroup to, to yeah. improve on some things to get that consistency. In. Yeah, you know how he was saying about like he was, he was obviously asked the question, Oh, do you think he'll be back next year? Yeah, and he that. he gave an answer along the lines of yes. like, I'd really, I would obviously really like to be, but not if I keep going the way. I'm going just now with like early exits and stuff. And I saw a lot of people going, that's him saying if he doesn't do well, he's going to retire. But the way that I read between those lines was him saying, if I don't increase my ranking and up my game, I'm not going to be able to come back because I won't be getting the wild cards. That's the way that I read that, you know, like him going, well, if I keep going out in the first and second round, tournaments aren't going to want to offer me wild cards because very interesting. it's very interesting that's, you know that's yeah. that's the way that i read it rather than him being like if i keep going out in the first or second round i'm going to retire what, what? i saw you, it the other way are you suggesting then that you would then see andy playing like a, a challenger event rather than come to australian open next year is that like kind of what you envisaged or well if he if he's not He's not getting wild cards into big tournaments, then right, right, right. That's see, that's that's, that's definitely a half glass full way of, <laughs> way of looking at that compared to I, yeah. I don't, I don't think he's ready to retire. I don't think he's ready to accept retirement. I don't think he mm. should because I don't accept time with Andy Murray. So <laughs> I think. <laughs> Not on your watch. Yeah, it's not going to upset you. Just imagine. (laughs) Andy comes out tomorrow and he's like, right, guys, I'm calling it time. And Claire's just like, no, you're not. And Andy's like, all right. (laughs) Come on. I don't, I'm not, I I won't allow it. I will not allow it. So I I feel like when I hear him say things like that, like in my head, it's like, no, he's he's looking at it logically in that if he keeps playing terribly and getting knocked out round one round two then people are going to be like eventually tournament the rest are going to be like this guy's not you know yeah we're not going to yeah. offer him the wild cards yeah. that's the way that i saw it andy would always get offered a wild card in my tournament <laughs> always 
there's no there's no bias at all in that. <laughs> I might start I might start my own tennis tournament for oh, that yeah. reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just for that. For <laughs> the, the fifth slam, and I'll just yeah. like basically yeah. I'll start. I'll I'll give him a wild card and I'll give him a walkover right through the final. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Award him a thousand points and call it a day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The fifty yeah. loss stop the count. That's it. Game set match. <laughs> yeah. So I think. Yeah, I think. So I think. Yeah, I mean, I, so I do think that that was the area that kind of press conference where, yeah, as you as, as you're saying, Claire, like that most people were kind of, um, yeah, concerned like with what he was saying and you know the kind of the yeah you know the kind of. Yeah, the kind of messages that he was kind of giving across. Like, I, I guess for me, like, it was, a, it was a bit where he said something along the lines of, um, you know, reaching the second round of Grand Slams or of, or of big tournaments doesn't motivate me. Like, yeah. so, you know, hypothetically goes on and reaches, you know, second slash third round and, like, all the tournaments this year, God help us all if that happens. Like, God help us all if it happens. But, like, uh, you know... I, I think that is what kind of for a lot of people were like, oh, like this is kind of, you know, uh, uh, but I, I do think I do think regardless of how you look at it, like either the kind of glass half full approach as, as, as Claire is going for or, you know, the more negative approach, like it, it is it just underlines for, for for me anyway. And I would imagine for you guys, like what a huge, huge year this is for Annie Murray. Like, right. Like because oh, yeah. it is like undeniably like this is a kind of. A year where Andy's going to learn a lot about what he has left to give, I guess, to the game, and you know what the game has left to offer him for the kind of efforts that he's continued to put in. Because my God, Andy's like killing himself out there, like to still be out there, like day in day out. He's still like you know training away and kind of like really. And we even saw it like in the you know in in, in Sydney before and in the kind of. There as he was giving his runners up speech, he you know he's missing his family now. He's got like so many kids. He's got like you know twenty five kids. So like you know mm-hmm. he's missing them. You know he's missing his family and like you know so like he's still put himself out there and still like being judged by everyone for doing so. So you know I think there does come a point. And I think there will come a point where it's like well you know what what am I getting from this right? Like what yeah. you know what's what's the payoff? What am I what am I working mm-hmm. for? Mm-hmm. So you know as much as much as I I would love I would love to be able to kind of view it in a more positive light. I do I do just think it's a huge year for Andy. So um I'm 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 hoping for more. I'm hoping for more from him. Um, I'm hoping for more for him. And I'm hoping for more for all of us. Let's be honest. Like come on, <laughs> I want to be yeah. sitting here on on a Murray music. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the kind of celebrations that we're gonna have when we're sitting on an episode of Murray music and Andy has lifted a title of any sort? Oh my God, of any sort. Anything like, of, like yeah. even even a even a challenger. I would even, take a challenger and those challenger. 60 absolutely. points that come with it. 100%. <laughs> no, absolutely. I'm being deadly serious. Like, Andy wins a challenger. We're having a celebratory, like, Murray Music's effort. Like, 100%. Like, because, you know, like, he's he's he, he's still he's still good out there. He's still putting in the hours and putting in the miles and stuff like that. So, um, I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be... I'm gonna be I'm gonna be looking forward forward to his next event. I'm gonna be looking forward to this year, but I'm gonna be you know kind of yeah very very intrigued and very almost like nervous to see what kind of plays out for him in the next few months because you know it's a big it's a big it's a big start of the year. We need a good start to this year, and this has been yeah yeah, yeah you know there's been good moments, but there's been a kind of banana peel result in this Australian Open I think for for and from my perspective I don't know I don't know about you guys maybe you guys view this as a huge success I don't know but like I no no like Michael was saying I mean he had 11 break points and he only got two 
So yeah. it was awful. Oh, was it, awful. Was it that and, and, many? Oh, that's yeah. Jason. Tara was just hitting so cleanly. And I think it was pretty much after the second set where I just put it on mute and I was just laying there and I'm just like watching it and I'm just watching the crap unfold and so yeah banana peel moment like you said yeah you just you just can find the consistency in that match still or you know um or couldn't really get anything going so it was a yeah a rough kind of a roughy days a roughy you know a rough a a rough a rough day or so for, for for andy around that period so um we look forward now though like we know he's heading to um is it Dubai? Doha. Doha. Doha and Dubai. Oh, Doha, Doha. Sorry, oh, my goodness. Did I not do this last time? Did I not do this last time when he was playing the exhibition event at the start of the year with names of terrible? Like, Doha, yeah, you said that he, you said he was playing in Abu Dubai. Ah, uh, that's right. Yes, yes. I'm awful at this. I'm awful at this. People are going to be sending complaints for me for mispronouncing their, <laughs> their hometowns, uh, you know. Um. So yeah, he's he's sent to Doha. Yeah, he's sent to Doha. When does Doha start? Do we have a time for that? Do we have a uh, mid February? Is it mid February? Early, early to mid February. So he's got Doha and then he's got Dubai. I think it's in that order. Right, right, right. That sounds so, about right. That sounds yeah. about right. Dubai so, is traditionally a week before Indian Wells, which is the start of March. So yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. two weeks of February, I would assume. That's yeah. what sounds about right. Sounds about right. So we looked at that, and he's heading home now, and he's probably at home now. He's probably let's be honest, he's probably sitting in his mansion listening to this episode of Money Musings right now. I would imagine so. Yeah, I would imagine. Yep. So. Uh, well, uh, Andy, Andy, if you are listening, I did go out with all intents and purposes to salute your flight, and then it turned <laughs> out that you were. <laughs> <laughs> then it turned out you were still you in Australia, that. so I saluted the wrong plane. But you know, <laughs> the intention was there. So, yeah. yeah, you know what? I'm sure you appreciated that. I'm sure you appreciated that. Um, that is my favorite viral tweet. Oh my! Like, tell you what, so that's far. been that's that has been the tweet of, of the year. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, just been amazing. It has. It's definitely been meme meme template of the uh, of the month for sure. What I find um, funny about that is though, like there there has been a handful of people who generally who, thought you were being serious. Who, yeah. who replied <laughs> to my tweet and they were like, "What's wrong with you?" Like what, what, <laughs> why would you do that though? Like why? There was one. There was one woman who just. There was one one woman who just simply replied, "Why?" And I was like, <laughs> "It's a joke, Jackie." Simmer, simmer, dude, Jackie. Simmer. My favorite part, and I'm sorry to expose you, Claire, but in our DMs, uh, <laughs> you shared one tweet uh, where uh, they were like, "Oh, is it uh, in?" Um, where's his home and you were like in Sussex or Surrey and I was like maybe like really really maybe Claire Lester I know know exactly where his home is you know the address you know the street name you know the uh... you know what the renovations are going to be like says it says it on close restraining order Listen, we all have that. Here, man. <laughs> Judy, Judy handed them out when she came on. Uh, <laughs> on the uh, unbelievable. Um, so yeah, we. Uh, my gosh, we look forward. We look forward to um, to the next few weeks uh, of you know um, Andy relaxing at home, and then hopefully coming and having a 
having a good having a good having a good event or so. And um, I mean, there's going to be a handful of Murray Musings episodes before that, so no doubt we'll be bring, bringing you all the kind of like you know any sighting of Andy on a practice score, any kind of you know sighting of him kind of um him to play another event beforehand if there is another event. I don't even know, but like any 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 news will be we'll be sure to be covering that. Um, it was nice. It, it was nice though, to see him kind of coming out to watch Dan Evans, right? Like that's that's the match he went out to watch. Like. When he was still there, so it was it was nice to see Andy stick around at least long enough to see all of the British players exit the draw. Uh, <laughs> 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 it was really, it was really nice, Andy. Andy, Andy's sitting there like I've saved Jesse on the plane. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was really really kind of Andy to uh, you know uh, to stick around that long. Um, so um, that was Andy's Australian Open, um, I guess, right? Like it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, had uh, that was Andy's. Uh, let, let's view it in context of like the entire Australian swing. Like, cause I think I think Michael had a good point when it when he when he said that you know uh, people who make good runs before the slams like you know often find it difficult to back it up. You know if they're not like consistently like at the very top of the game. You know like um, and Andy as good as his run was like he wasn't quite he hasn't been quite able to kind of like back it up week to week. So um, I think. You know, as a whole, the Australian swing, how are we viewing it? I, I'll view it very neutrally. I think I'm viewing it kind of like neutral to slightly high because he did make that final, right? So let's, exactly. You know, I'll you know. take that and just yeah. figure out later on in the year how I'm feeling about his season. So I'm not okay. too, too down about it. Yeah, I am drinking, like I said, but <laughs> I mean, that's that's a social, hey, we're all together. Michael's here. Um, do you want to move on to the women's uh, draw, and do you want Shall Michael I? to take the lead on uh, how it's gone? Absolutely, yeah, Michael. Yeah, our, take... our resident WTA expert. Take it away. In, in inverted commas. <laughs> <laughs> Quotations. That's, that's all right. Uh, uh, Give us your thoughts. It, it's been an interesting Australian Open. I think it was one that was when we looked at the draw before it started. We, we could kind of see it, it coming to how it is now and um, not necessarily the, the exact players who've come through but the sort of uh, areas of the draw there's, there's two main storylines for me that have happened so far one is the Barty factor yeah. she's playing so well mm-hmm. the, the definite favourite at the minute and um, it'd be, it, but it would be interesting to see how we get the combination of her form uh, with um, the pressure of being a home favourite, winning a home slam, which she hasn't won yet. She's had some decent opportunities in the last few years. 2020, um, she lost to Kenin, mm-hmm. who went on to win the tournament. And then she lost to Karina Mukova in a bit of a shock last year when she would have been one of the favourites to win the tournament as well. Um, so looking at her draw, on paper, like so everything's on paper, nothing in WTA goes as expected. Uh, we all know that by now. Yeah, but if she <laughs> yeah. plays plays to her level that she's been playing, uh, combined with this in the one in Adelaide, where I think she's like not dropped serve something like six matches in a row now, which is good sort of backbone to her dominance. Then mm-hmm. um, she should make it through to the final if if yeah. if she doesn't. Her level doesn't drop, but that's good. That's the main storyline: how she responds to the pressure of mm-hmm. playing at home, 
and um, what um, in that half she played Jessica Bigger in the next, I think, and then there's potentially Madison Keys, which would be interesting because that's another who's been playing amazing. She's been yeah. playing yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. great form, yeah. pleasantly and, surprised by her. Uh, on, on rank because of the str- struggle with injuries and form in mm. the last couple of years. I mean, she was ranked like 80 at the beginning of the season, which is crazy for a player for yeah. ability. And then there's the bottom half where we have Iga Sriantek, who's made her backed up from that's her first Grand Slam quarterfinal since French Open, which is quite surprising, but she made a lot of fourth round appearances. Just that's a good for her to get over this step and get into I, the second uh, I, and then, I watched her. I watched her her, her match earlier because I'm a big I'm a big Iga fan. I'm a big Iga fan. So um it, it, it it's good for me because I know her game doesn't naturally translate that well to hard courts. Would I be right in saying that? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously... You know, uh, she definitely. Uh, she even said it herself in a press conference that when she she made the fourth round as, like, a qualifier in 2020 when not people know, but she said that she didn't really feel comfortable playing yeah. on hard court and her game and the way she approaches it is a lot more comfortable now, two years on. Yeah, yeah. And she, like, her, her, her win earlier was, like, a scrappy, scrappy win. It was an emotional mm-hmm. win as well, right? Like, she, uh, she's not afraid to show her kind of uh, uh, emotions out on court, especially, you know, in the, ter- in, in, in the times where she's, you know, finding it difficult going or it's a, it's a really rough win. So I was really, really happy to see her come through that. So people are, people are making kind of early, early, early sketches of a potential Ego and, uh, and Ash matchup which i would love to see i would certainly love to see that right like that would be yeah. the, that would be uh it would be it would be interesting for sure yeah mm-hmm. would, i'd be yeah. happy with that final and i've yeah. had ash um as the winner for ever now and i think she yeah. can do it yeah so, I agree. but krajikova she's looking good she is good plus i'm yeah. surprised by her run as well mm-hmm. it'd be a good match between hard and keys yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I yeah, good contrast of styles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. under under normal circumstances, like this had been maybe last year, you could be like, oh, it's Krajikova's win. Mm. But I think I think Keys is going to make it really difficult for her. Yep. Yeah. And I I could I could see I could see Keys beating her as well. And I'd okay. I'd like to see and not not because I don't like Krajikova, I do, but I really like Madison Keys. I like I'd really Maddie like to see her. Yeah, yeah, I'd really like to see her get through to yeah. the semi-finals. Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, a word. Uh, can I say a word on uh, on Naomi? Um, because uh, our uh, our boy was watching him. Was watching her in the uh, in the first round. Andy tweeted about Naomi. Um, following mm-hmm. uh, following her first round win, and I remember I, I watched Naomi's first round, and Andy was right. Andy tweeted saying, "You know, does anybody hit the ball cleaner than Naomi Osaka?" Because mm-hmm. she was she she was crushing it. It was unbelievable. Like I was watching her first round, thinking, "My gosh!" Like I've picked well because I'm pretty sure on last week's episode of my music, I said uh, Naomi for the title, right? <laughs> Which mm-hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> didn't really work out <laughs> in my uh, in my favor there, um, because yeah. The next round, she um, kind of had a yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of faded away a wee bit. But um, yeah, like, what uh, what what do you see for Naomi going forward this year? Any 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 thoughts on on what her form might be going forward? Another hardcore win. Of where she's ranked, yeah, it's interesting because yeah. of where she's ranked. Like, I mean, she lost a lot of points, and mm. due to her uh, 
the time she took away from the game last year. Yeah. She's like around 80th, which is going to be interesting. It's insane. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, like, there's a, even with Indian Wells, Miami, a lot of chances they've got points. Yep. It's going to be um, interesting to see how. I don't think she's going to be seeded at French Open or Wimbledon, which is crazy. No. No. Um, no. But, like, lead to some crazy draws. Um, yeah. She looked fine. Anisimova, but for me, that was one of the matches of the tournament so far when she played Anisimova. Yes. She yeah. just lost, but I thought it was a really high quality match from both. Mm-hmm. And I think it says a lot about Barty's form, where her sec- back section was so stacked. Uh, mm-hmm. with, I mean, Benchich, Anisimova, Osaka, you know, even played like Georgie, uh, were all in that little section, and Barty came mm-hmm. through and she didn't even look like she went, you know, went into third gear sometimes you know she barely broke sweat so yeah. that was what was yeah. most impressive because but you know that, that was a really high quality section i think yeah. diane would be fine she had a little bit of rust from a lot of time away from the court but even though her level was pretty high she just had a had a bit of a nasty draw yeah yeah, yeah. also think i mean also- I, I didn't i didn't think she was going to win i thought she might have got i thought she might have got to the quarterfinals mm, but i couldn't mm. have seen i didn't see naomi winning this time next yeah. year, next year, next, next year. year, yeah. This time, this time when we're amusing next year, you're uh, you'll be you'll be going for her. Is that what you're saying, right? That's yeah. fair. That's yeah. fair. I am. Um, I I also yeah. It's it's just going to be an intriguing time to for Naomi as as you say, Michael. That it, you know her ranking is going to be so far down. She's going to get slightly you know, yeah. There's some more more interesting draws, especially in the next events that she plays. I'm not sure what her plans are for events wise going forward, uh, but um. I, I, I do also think though that with Naomi's game, it's almost like, <laughs> like it almost doesn't matter who she's playing because like her game, like like you know she's she'll hit anyone off the court really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to Indian Wells, so I'd love for her to win it. Yeah, I'd we'd love do. to see that. Are you going? To, are you going to Indian Wales, Peter? You hadn't yes. mentioned that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the hat on that says Indian. First, I've heard of that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Peter. Yeah, that's that's exciting. Are you going to be? Uh, you're going to be our man on the ground. Uh, uh yeah, of course. Yeah, hey. yeah, you'll be giving us all the all the details. You'll be saying hi to Andy. Are you going to go and talk to Andy? I yeah. hope so. Yeah. Hope so. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell him? Can you tell him that I said hi? He'll know what you mean. We'll do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Can you leave? Can, 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 you, can you get Andy to record us an intro for Murray Meeting? I mean, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know that that that's that's a goal this year. That's a goal this year. Um, yeah. yes, it no, would be uh, remiss for me to go on and talk when we talk about the women's section with uh, mentioning to I don't want to say journey women, but Kai Kanepi is like a, oh my exactly. a free yes. of nature. I think. Yeah. She, 36. She's 36, yeah. 36 years old. Crazy. She's old so like taking me. Out, <laughs> taking out high seeds in Grand Slam Champions, left, right, and centre. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. In round one, Samalenka earlier today. That that match today was insane. Outrageous. I just, I, I couldn't believe what I was watching half the time. So I was like, at one point, I was like, nah, she's not going to do it. She's There's so many opportunities she's getting. And like that, that final set, like the last, like, four games in the final set neither one of them could hold their serve and it was just like a break a break a break and I was yeah. like you, you keep you, she, how many match points did she have before it went to tie break she had three or four, four, four. four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I was like oh she this no it's not going to happen for her she's 
she's she's doing an Andy Murray here. She's just blowing these opportunities. Yeah. And then yeah. round becomes the, the tie break. And again, as normal, I forgot that it's a 10 pointer for the tie break. <laughs> like, so did she. What's, yep. What's so going on? Yeah. <laughs> what's going on? She's at seven. Why is it not over? Um, <laughs> yeah, but that was incredible for Kinefi. Absolutely incredible. Like, I'm, yeah. I think I'm, um, I'm totally backing her now to win our next match. We also have to shout out Elise Corne. Yes, I was just about to say, both of them. She, have been... She's been on tour for so long. If she plays to the end of this year, plays every Grand Slam, she'll break the record for most consecutive Grand Slam appearances. Yep. What number is this for her? But, 62? 61, I think. 61, sorry. Nah, it's insane. If she she plays the US Open, she'll break the all-time record. And she finally made a first quarterfinal of a Grand Slam after all that time. So it was one of the uh, grinders as well. That is insane. You know, you know, if I'm her and I'm making the US Open and like I like break my leg or something, I'm playing. I'll play the match. I'm playing that match. Uh, that's insane. That is insane. And what, yeah, what a credit. What a credit to for that, that persistence in the face of consistent like losses just all the time. Like that's 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 amazing. That's absolutely insane. Um, so who. Who's going to win it? Who's going to win it then? Is it Ash? It's going to be Ash. I want it, it? to be Ash. Like, yeah. my draws are more you heart you don't than the head. Pre- so. You don't think the pressure will get her? You don't think the I don't think so. Like, she's got nerves of steel. Like, let's be real. She can, she's not dropped she can to say it. it yet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Give me Kai I think... I'm going to predict Kai Kinepi. Let's go. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> that would be wow. that, that would be incredible. That's, uh, uh, you know what? It's, Old it's, predictions only. It's been said here first. It's been said here first. You know, you know if that happens, I will take that audio clip from Michael right there, and I will be tweeting it like all around. <laughs> <laughs> if it happens, if that happens, um, yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess Ash. It's a kind of. It would be the feel-good story, wouldn't it? Home champion. Um, how long has it been? I saw somebody tweet it. How long has it been since an Australian Australian person won? It's it be been quite a long time. I, I think it's getting to like 70, 80 years. Am I right in thinking that? I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe I that's... have no idea, to be honest I swear, with you. Sorry. I think, I think it's around yeah. that. I think it's, it's probably it, at least 60. Yeah. yeah I, it's getting like for, for an Australian woman... I think for an Australian person, I asked. Australian person, just anyone. Like, I... I mean, I, did Margaret Court... I mean, I know we don't exactly like her. Yeah, I was about to but say... But she have won? She was and, I mean, that's, prolific we don't like talk about that. That's, that's yeah. a record that you want, you want to knock that one off, don't you? Yeah. Like, you, yeah. you don't want her to be the last woman, the no. last Australian woman. You want to get rid of that and have it yeah. as someone, you know, yeah. a bit like cooler. Marty. Yeah, yeah. Marty, a, better, Marty. a better person. Barty would be great. Barty would be great to see. Um, if it's not Barty though, I mean, I've just, I just got to go for Ego. I just think Ego's like Ego's, Ego's. You know what? You know what I love Ego is that she is crying all the time. And you know what? As an Andy Murray fan, Andy's crying all the time, and I'm crying all the time, and I can relate to that. So uh, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm all for that. So um, if it, you know what, if it was a final between those two, I would be happy to see it. So I'll, 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 I'll take that and I'll say it. I'll say either one of them. If either one of them take the title, I would be happy, 
happy to see it. Um, there's not, to be honest, though, I don't think there's anyone in the draw right now currently that I wouldn't really mind seeing. Yeah. Well, to be it honest, shaped up pretty well. Um, yeah. How are you thinking about Daniel Collins against Cornet? I know Madison Keys was like, that is a match that I want to see. Give, yeah. me, give me that like prime time, exactly. Yeah. Arena, popcorn, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, make sure the neighbors are out. Was it was it Daniel Collins' uh, press conference that went uh, that got quite a bit of traction uh, earlier, like a few days ago? Was it with her iconic, iconic laugh? Uh, where That's she, two years ago. That was amazing. Yeah, I was about back, to say. Yeah. Probably talking yeah. about is two years ago. Is that um, right? Interesting. But she's also done a few others where she was interesting. like, I didn't just, realize it was going to be longer. <laughs> that's crazy. I just loved it. I was like, well, it was my first time ever seeing that. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I've, it, like, I've never it. seen it before. Sorry, Pete, were you saying that that was from a few years ago? I believe I it was from 2020. Years ago, yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, Amazing. I didn't know that. It's yeah. iconic. I, I think, you know what, that says, that says something about how timeless it is. Uh, it's going to be it's gonna be iconic for years to come, I think. Um, tip for our listeners, if you want some iconic content, go on YouTube and try and find a video of Daniel Collins shouting, come on, at random people at Indian Wells from the few years. <laughs> One of the best pieces of content ever created. Okay, I'm going to do that once we go off this. I'll try and find it and tweet it. Oh my gosh, we'll uh, we'll link to your tweet underneath. I'll be doing that right after as well. Um, so yeah, that's a uh, that's a women's draw shaping up nicely. Um, yep. it's got a number of different kind of number number of different game styles in there, and yeah, I think it could provide some entertainment. Um, going forward, uh, the men's side. I mean, Andy went out, and I just stopped watching. I didn't really. I didn't really. I watched some, watched some events. I watched some some matches. I, I feel though, like this time round, normally when Andy goes out, I'm just like, right, that's it. But there's yeah. been so many interesting matches and really good wins that you're kind of like, oh, I'm getting a bit drawn in here. I'm going to watch more yeah. like Gilman Feast. How good yeah, is Gilman Feast doing? Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. If he wins so, the Australian Open, I will cry. I will. Oh, me too. Me too. And oh, um, can I just say, can I wish a massive shout out to Scott for his beautiful article he wrote about oh, Gilmore Fees? Oh, if you haven't read it, if, <laughs> listeners, if you Please haven't do. read it, go on to Popcorn Tennis and read it. There is one paragraph in particular at the start that is literal poetry. Please, <laughs> please, I beg of you, go on and read it because it's just sensational Scott I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll give you the money later for saying that uh, no I appreciate that I appreciate that, <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. but um, honestly no for me I think I think that's a standout for me um, in this uh, in this men's draw so far is seeing Gail Monfils because I do uh, you know I do I do think back to uh, this time last year for Gail like uh, when he was playing the Australian Open this time last year and it was such a rough 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 patch for that guy like yep. he was in tears in the press conference at the Australian Open because he just could not string together any kind of form uh, he'd been in quite good form before the um before the 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 they, they shut down for COVID-19 and he just couldn't he couldn't find anything couldn't string together any kind of form any kind of wins anywhere I think he was on a seven match losing streak and he um, yeah I, I would hire you know if it, I, I mean it feels weird for, to recommend going and finding his press conference from then because it is quite hard to watch but if you're looking for something to kind of be like you know wow you know things do change over time because look at him now like it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy mm-hmm. to see he was you know he was absolutely nowhere this time a year ago like looking for any kind of semblance of hope or kind of 
you know, it looked almost like he'd kind of given up of kind of finding yeah. anything of run of form. And, and even now, like, even now like off great. the court as well. Yes. There was, he, he, he had split up with um, uh, Elena oh, at the time, who, yeah. who they're obviously now married. But yeah, same, yes, the, yes. I think there was, yeah. there was, there was the off court issues as well. So it's really nice to see him, like everything's come mm. back together for him and he's having, yeah. like, he seems to be having a great off court life as well as a great on court life. And yeah. I feel like, He's such a good guy. He's such yeah. a nice guy that like yes. he totally deserves it. So I'm I'm so pleased for him. Yeah, I'm the same Scott. If if he was scoring and win this, that would be like dreams come true stuff. It would be. I, mean, honest- I couldn't I couldn't be happier than if it was Andy. Yeah, honestly, like I if he does win it, I'll I I think I will cry like <laughs> yeah, because I I I it would be it would be huge it would be huge if he did it. Um, obviously, uh, still still kind of far away from happening um, because there are other other matches and other kind of mm-hmm. players in this draw who uh who who might well who might well take the reins and very very interesting lineup of 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 players still left in the draw on the men's side right yep. quite, uh, quite yep. an intriguing lineup really yeah some really intriguing matches that we've got coming what, what were the standout matches for you guys in the first week any kind of standout kind of uh you know go-to matches carlos well, alcaraz and matteo berrettini that yeah, time setter had everything like with Mateo going down it's just I mean the quality of play for the most part was great Mm -hmm. Um, when Carlos uh won the third and fourth set I was like oh what is gonna happen Mm -hmm. um but I mean Mateo came back and uh and the tiebreaker in the fifth just said hey I'm gonna take this match and I'm gonna win and so yeah yeah it was a Mm -hmm. really good match yeah, it was, like a yeah, it was deserved, absolutely amazing. Um, deserved to not finish on a tiebreaker. It felt mm-hmm. like a bit of an anticlimax. Uh, uh, exactly. Five-set match was, which is, which was a bit of a shame. But now it's really high-quality match. I agree, Peter. Yeah. 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 Really, really gives, really gives hope for Alcaraz, right? Like, because I yeah. think, like, this is such a situation now where, like, Alcaraz can only take positives from that. Really, like, sure, he's going to be disappointed that he didn't get over the line, but come on, like, could have got kids 18 still right like so mm-hmm, <laughs> come mm-hmm. on and he's playing that level uh absolutely crazy i was speaking to um to owen uh, from our friends over at tennis and bagels uh hq just the just the other night and i uh, he he's making claims he made a claim that alcaraz is uh he made a claim that alcaraz will at least win a major before the u.s open next year 2023 and i said i said let's just i said let's just hold on like let's just i said let's just hold on a minute like wait a minute give it like i said i said leave it until 2024 slash 2025 but like you know what i can say i would be hugely surprised if it did happen but i just i just think he's such a talent he's amazing just mm-hmm. give it just give him time like give it'll, him... it'll be interesting to see how he does on clay this season yep mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. see if he if he comes out and um if he if he wins i mean i i don't know if, i don't know if i agree with owen and that he'll have a major by the u.s open next year but i think he'll have at least a masters 1000 oh wow under okay. his belt. yeah okay. yeah yeah no that's fair that's fair uh, I mean, he just he just strikes a ball like like, like it's like mm-hmm. offended his family, right? Like he just absolutely tears it. So I think <laughs> you know uh, at some point he's going to get something for it uh, because you know unbelievable. And he's still yeah he's still obviously growing and into his game and things like that. So yeah, very 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 exciting times. I I think I can definitely 
claim myself to be an Alcaraz fan because I will tune in for his matches. Like I will mm-hmm. definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. Carlos Alcaraz going forward. Um, other players uh, that, that I've seen this week, uh, I, I since past, I actually watched him versus Fritz today in a five setter. Um, mm-hmm. Fritz played amazing. Fritz played really well. Um, but um, Tsitsipas was able to get over the line. Tsitsipas, though, I don't know. I don't know if he, like, his elbow injury, am I right in thinking? Or a wrist injury? Yeah. Uh, one of the, yeah. An arm, arm injury of some sort. I'm not sure if these long Australian mm-hmm. matches are going to benefit him going forward in this event. Who knows, though? I've said that now, he'll probably lift the title. But <laughs> like, uh, I, I think I think Senna could beat him. You think yeah. Senna is yeah, I think is that, so. Is that, is that their next match? Is that, mm-hmm. is that yeah, interesting? Yeah, I could see that yeah. too. I could I see that. he was playing so cleanly against uh Alex Dimonor that I'm like, oh my god, could he mm-hmm. win this whole entire thing? So, Sinner can beat Stefanos, mm-hmm. 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 he can, he can. Uh, I, I, yeah, yeah, wouldn't be surprised to see that. Um, at all. Uh, what's happening to see Fritz play some good ball to be fair? Shout out to Fritz, mm-hmm. uh, because yeah. I, I thought he might take good that tournament. Take that. Yeah, massive um, shout out to Chapel. Yes, big shout out to Chapel. Big shout out to yeah. Chapel. Um, a big, big win, big win over everyone's least favorite player. Um, let's yeah. all you. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we, we don't even need. We don't even need to say his name. But you know, no, Chapel took the trash out. Yeah, he, he took the trash yeah. out. Yeah, thankfully a three setter. And actually, like, yeah, actually, like, crushed it, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, really, like, yeah, really the trash out, yeah. I almost <laughs> feel bad, but I don't. Like, what? Oh, I don't <laughs> like, yeah. Almost, like, almost, one, almost. One, one sweep. I mean, what was it they were saying? that The the next big three, what was it? The Djokovic, Medvedev, and, and that Chappell? guy. Yeah, oh, Chappell, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 100%, 100%. Um, yeah, big shout out to Chapel. Well, big shout out, you know, let's say big shout out to Canadian tennis with Felix. Uh, Felix mm-hmm. making, uh, um, making making waves, making waves as well. Um, can I say, and you know what, I'm going to hold my hands up here. Uh, I call him Felix, right? Because um, I've seen so many commentators pronounce his double barrel surname completely inaccurately. Uh, can I get yeah. it right? And if you want to give it a go and tell me and educate me right here and now, like, how do you pronounce the, the double barrel Felix surname? Well, I, okay, so. I say Felix as well because I again I don't want to make the same mistake, but I I think it's Auger Aliasin. Auger Auger Aliasin. Auger. 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 Do you not pronounce the R? Auger. I think Auger. it's Auger, right? Yeah, it's probably Auger, Auger because yeah. Auger yeah. Aliasin. Francophone family, I think. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Auger Aliasin. Auger Aliasin. Mm-hmm. That uh, that sounds about right to us, and um, you know that name will look good on the Australian Open trophy if you left it. Yeah, you well, know? yeah, because like, yeah. he would not be mad at that. Like you know what, you know what, those are the two storylines that are really hooking me right now. It's Monfils making an absolute run here after mm-hmm. um, their last year, and almost kind of in a similar kind of vein of somebody making a run after a period of tough, tough kind of moments. Uh, what, what, what's Felix's finals record? Is it what, like 10, 11, nothing? Is that right? Like he's been to what, 10 or 11? It's, it's substantial, yeah. And mm-hmm. not one yeah. single title here. And yet, here he is. <laughs> here he is, like in the second week of uh, of a major. So uh, I, I, I could not, I could not, have a bad feeling in my body if Felix um, Auger, Auger Alaisin, uh, was to lift the title next week because he is playing unbelievable. No. unbelievable. Yeah, Wait, did he win a title last year? No, no I don't no. think he did. Okay. No, he's, 
Maybe Stable's I dreamed Luka. that like he would finally win it. Okay, yeah. No, so he's still ATP zero out of eleven. They won, they won the ATP yeah. Cup. ATP Cup. Okay, so yeah. The, that's what yeah. I'm about to say. I think Kim and uh, Dennis took a lot of confidence yeah. from that. But yeah, really well. Clearly, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I think, yeah. I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of um, intriguing um, matchups. I think if you take out one uh, man from a Spanish island, there's like one grandstand between the rest of them. So, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Rest of the way down. It's very, very cool. Uh, I mean, I get, I get, I guess, like it, it's kind of a good, a good point to to speak on uh, that that man from that uh, from 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 Spain. Let's let's talk, Rafa. Uh, is he going to win twenty one here? Is he going to do it? Do I, I still have I don't, I, I don't think so. Yeah. It's hard to write someone like that off, but um, yeah, I, I feel like yeah, yeah. I agree, Michael. I feel like you can't you can't just write Rafa off because it's yeah. Rafa. But mm. at the same time, you know, like Medvedev's playing so well and you know, I mean, even at this point, like I don't even know if I would write Shapo off against yeah. Rafa tomorrow, like because he's yeah. been playing brilliantly and he'll be full of confidence. It's on a, he knows it's he's on got nothing to lose. It's on at 3 a.m. our time. Anybody wants to, yeah, I mean, I'm not yeah, getting up for it. I might do. I might honestly set my, you know what? I might set my alarm for like four. <laughs> I can get up and do it. Should I need oh, a little bit of yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, um, Nadal played Ed, Adrian Manorino in the last round, and yes. they played like an insane tiebreak in the first. I think it was eighteen sixteen or something, something like, like that. that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Jeez, he's not he's not uh, overwhelming opponents by any stretch of imagination. Yeah. No, no. And, and and you know, that's not to take anything away from Manorino, who obviously played very well, but you are right, Michael. Like it's kind of a yeah, like he's not he's not yeah. like dominating players that you feel like maybe he kind of should be. Do you know what I mean? Like Yeah, Manorino's like match before ending like two thirty AM as well. Right, right, right. Set, so Right, right. Oh, so it did. Oh my gosh! Yeah, what? That, <laughs> I remember that. Was that. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's unbelievable, unbelievable. Um, but yeah, no, I yeah, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. Um, it's gonna be very interesting. I I'll say I'll say this. I'll say I I won't be surprised to see Nadal beat Chapo. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen. Who would he be against? Does anybody have the draw on them? Who would he be against? Yeah, I'm looking either, at the draw right either now. Either it'll either be Benatini or, or yeah, yeah, Benatini Armand Fees. Yeah, I mean, well, let's see. Let's see, right? <laughs> let's let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because then if if you're not picking Nadal, then where does Nadal go out, right? Like, where's he? Where's who's he losing to? He's uh, gonna lose to Monfils in the semi-final. Monfils, really? Is that? I love it. A story. Yeah, big call, big call, and I would love it. I'm not gonna lie, I would love it. Apologies to any Rafa fans listening. Yeah, in, it's but... not that it's not that I want Rafa to to lose, obviously, but it would just be so beautiful for Monfils to win. Yeah, listen, I'll 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 just say that Rafa can go win 21 at Roland Garros. All right, which will <laughs> like you can go do that. Okay, like this need just give us. Give us Monfils, come on! Like, give us Monfils. Like, that's I'm begging, I'm begging at this point. Give Even for the final, for me, that would be great. It'd be mad. Yeah. I'd be happy. It would be, it would be unbelievable. It'd be unbelievable. I, 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 yeah, let's. I mean, okay, yeah. You, you, you just mentioned him, Peter, as your your favorite to win the event, and I think realistically, it's probably Medvedev is probably all of our favorites to win it. Like, would would that be right? Like, is, yeah. is he all of our favorites? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Like, if you had to put money on it, like, because he is, yeah, I mean, he's been Medvedev. And also, can I say, he's been great entertainment. He's been great. I was going to say, to be honest, the more I see a Medvedev, the more and more I like him. Just like yeah. in general, as a guy, like, he's just, like, yeah. he's, he's, he's self deprecating. He's funny. He doesn't care. Like, he can raise, that's Chris, come on, boomy. I like it. I like it. You know, yeah. I, I just, he seems like a decent bloke. I'm intrigued to see Peter. Peter. In, uh, wrestling, WWE wrestling. Yes, he would be great at wrestling. Cutting promos, cutting promos on court. Yes, maybe a bit, yeah, maybe a bit skinny. <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. bit. For, um, the, for the uh, like you say, for the dramatics for the promos, he would be yeah. perfect. He'll be like, like, "This is a boring uh, matchup, so yeah. let's go." <laughs> <laughs> um, Peter, Peter, what are your thoughts on Medvedev now? I know you didn't. So you know, I've grown to like him. A whole lot okay. more. And yeah. I was saying to my friend who hates him um, for yeah. many reasons in the mm-hmm. past uh, that, yeah. I mean, to be honest with y'all, I mean, he can beat Novak. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. I am petty like that. that. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I don't mind his flair. I don't mind his demeanor on court now. If he's going to behave with, you know, the umpires and everything else and mm. whatnot, like leave that aside. I, I don't mind him. Um, I don't love his forehand. I don't think anybody does, but there's, there's that. Such a Rubik, Rubik's cube of a forehand. Like, yeah. what is going on? So <laughs> it's so ugly. It's so it is. Ugly. It is. But it it's is, effective. But, yeah, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Like, I think. I, I mean, he's a favorite of mine. I, I, I quite enjoy him. I quite enjoy him. I, I, I wouldn't be disappointed to see him, to see him, uh, to see him get the, uh, get the title here at all. I think he'd be the first male player, at least, to uh, after, after, after. I think Claire correct male, me, player. Um, yeah. male player. Yeah, male player. Uh, he'd be the first male player um, ever. And I might, might be totally off base there to win his. No, I think you're right. Ever, yeah. yeah. In the open, in the open era. Opening it, right, 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 which is all that matters, really. Let's be real. Um, uh, yeah, well, the first male player to win his second slam straight after his first one, it would be crazy, mm-hmm. it'd be absolutely insane to watch, it's insane to see happen. Um, so yeah, like it would be be really interesting. I, I, I the, the, again, this week, this week is shaping up really interesting. Um, Peter, because you brought him up, I am going to ask, I'm going to, I'm going to ask general question here, and I do, and I think I probably know the answer from everyone because obviously, you know. Following on from the Novak discourse, there have been quite a few Novak fans who have, you know, been boycotting this event and, you know, uh, saying that the Australian Open's been missing Novak. Um, do we feel here that uh, the Australian Open 2022 has missed Novak Djokovic? I haven't. Yeah, obviously, Peter. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will say this, and I kind of wanted to get this on the record. Um, when I had jokingly said that I want him to be kept at 20 slams and I had my voodoo doll and my candles out. I did not mean for him to be like completely shut out of the majors because of Mm. his unvaccinated status. Um, I, I, I didn't think that I didn't obviously, Mm. you know, pray for that, Um, but (laughs) it could be happening. Um, But anyway, I, I don't think it's an asterisk slam. I mean, oh, no. it, it just depends on like who's going to win it. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, Rafa has been out of the French Open and nobody asterisk 2016. 
So. Yeah, yeah, very true, very true. Um, Michael, I'm sorry. We don't talk about the 2016. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. So it's not here in my reason. Michael, can we quickly, uh, obviously, you know, like we're probably, we're probably into the an hour and a half episode, the kind of length here. And by the time, by the time we wrap on up here, but uh, can we get your quick thoughts on the Novak situation generally, Michael? And you know, what, um, what, what, what your thoughts were on that while we have you here? Uh, I thought it was a mess from all angles. It was something that could have been completely eradicated so many times that didn't need to rumble on one. Novak uh, Djokovic could have been vaccinated so many times. That's a good primary thing, which means I have very little sympathy for what happened. Yeah. Uh, Tennis Australian managed it very badly. They should have mm-hmm. made it very clear that you either can come in or can't come in. And mm. it looks like that their liaison with government officials was was subpar. And, and uh, it, 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 it's hard to know what's facts and what's fiction in some of these things, but it definitely looked like some of the guidelines they'd set they didn't follow as mm. well which which is not great and then i don't think the australian government comes out of it very well either no um, some of their some, it was a little bit heavy-handed and like you say why were visas authorized um mm. when they were to be taken back straight away so i feel like it was a bit of a huge mess all around in terms mm. of the tournament itself i feel like if Djokovic was playing and we hadn't had the big mess beforehand, mm. we'd all be saying right now, okay, so it's going to be Djokovic v Medvedev next weekend. Yeah. Yep. And I feel like the kind of, uns- and that's not his fault of being so good, but I feel like the uncertainty we have in the top half is very exciting because of uh, without, without Djokovic being there, and there's a lot of intriguing matchups. So mm. it's almost a... a you know, a bit of the side effect of him being so uh, good all the time is that we've got an exciting tournament because he's not there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fair. No, yeah, that's a good summary of that, actually, to be honest. Like, yeah, like, we, yeah, we, we likely would have, you know, a, a repeat of that US Open final with, with Jock Fisher Medvedev, which, you know, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> we, we would very likely be a good matchup. But yeah, like, it's kind of opened the door for like, somebody to take this you know if it's going to be rafa fine like that'll be history making effort from rafa if he does it but like yeah it could it could be anyone in it you know there's all these kind of feel-good stories almost as a result i should say mm-hmm. Michael, mm-hmm. Like, like, uh, people making runs that uh would have been almost swept aside by by novak uh, well, I mean, or you, you kind of think well like just say for talking sake tomorrow if monfis beats Berrettini, right. makes it through to the semi-finals yeah. Had Djokovic still been in the draw, Monfils mm. might have been out in the fourth round. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that's that would have been that that was been the potential matchup there between yeah. Djokovic yeah, and Monfils. Yeah. 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 So you know, yeah. there's that. Like that's that could be the best. So if Gail wins it, then it's going to be Asterix <laughs> because <laughs> I mean let's uh let's 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 just wait and see. Uh, if Gail wins it, I'm Asterix Asterixing it as like the best slam ever. The best slam uh, ever, yeah. Like yeah. Gail wins Fourth it on best. Fourth best slam ever. Absolutely <laughs> outrageous, outrageous if it takes place. Um but yeah, I'm you know what? Like aside from aside from the Andy storyline, I'm actually really enjoying the tennis I have seen. Um mm-hmm. uh, the Australian Open so far. Like I've actually been like really kind of buying into it and really kind of 
Yeah, like loving the tennis that I've been seeing. I do feel the tennis is on, like, I'm not gonna lie, like, I always forget with the Australian Open because of like the length of matches and like the kind of times that they start at. I feel like it's tennis is on like 24 <laughs> 7. Yeah, it's, like, it's, on, it's on when you go to bed and it's on when you wake up. And it's exactly. on like, it's on like in the afternoon here at the UK, here in the UK at like one, two o'clock because there's still like late matches going on and you're like, what is happening? Like, what is going on? How is there still tennis being played? Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I am enjoying it. It's a uh, it's it, it's it's a weird one, given the kind of rocky lead up to it, right? Like, because I'm not yeah, sure any of yeah. you quite what to expect. Um, I must I must admit that without Djokovic, I have found myself watching more men's matches because I've been like, oh yeah, because I've because I've been like, oh who's gonna who's gonna get through to this? Because. Yeah. Under normal circumstances, when Djokovic is there, I tend to not tune in until much later on because I'm like, well, he's just going to he's going to win anyway, so I'm just going to wait until the later rounds to see like how he gets on in the quarterfinals, semifinals, etc. And then I'll, I'll you know I'll tune in and watch him. But now I'm like, oh, who's it going to be? Like it's not he's not going to be there, so it's actually encouraging me to watch a bit more. And it's I, not because I don't enjoy watching Djokovic play, but it's just because I know he's going to win anyway. So I yeah, tend yeah. to just be like, oh, well, I'll, I'll catch it later. That's how I, think, I feel with Rafa at the French Open. Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. Yeah, true. Yeah, it is. One thing uh, I'm excited for is the first time ever good women's semifinals are going to be at night. So in the yes. morning, in the UK and Europe, yes. you're yeah. usually in yes. the middle of the night. But mm. they've... Uh, Changed it. I think it's more fair to play both women's matches on Thursday and both men's matches on Friday. Oh, well. 100%. So I'm excited 100%. for that. Yeah. Such I'm, a bad. I'm very looking forward to that night session it should, on Thursday morning. It should, it should have been that way the entire time. Like, it should have been that yeah, way. It, for, it, it's yeah. well overdue that I've been campaigning for on Twitter for like 10 years. But we'll go. They, they, heard, they heard you. They heard you, man. Yeah. They heard you. Um, yeah, I remember like, I went to, sorry Scott, I, I no, just no. what you're saying about having the, the women's matches actually played at a decent time. Mm. I remember I went to the semi-finals in 2010 and the women's matches were back-to-back on road labour, 11am and then 1pm. Mm. And then Andy Murray and Man Chilich were the big show at night. So mm. like that was the women's semi-finals and they just knocked them out like the first two matches of the day. When the stadiums was like Rod Lever was half empty. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like that's a women's semi-finals. Yeah. Like that's your kind of showcase almost. Like yeah. like, like come on. Um the the the, the one final thing I'll say uh, about the 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 men's run about the whole kind of uh like the, the the vibe with you know without Novak here and you know I think I think also what kind of feeds into that is like the only presence of like the big four there is Nadal and Nadal is looking you know I mean Nadal never really looks beatable but like nobody's nobody's saying oh Nadal's winning this event do you know what I mean like it, it, I, I would I would almost argue that he's yeah like you know not like a, a lot of people don't expect him to win you know uh so like it's one of the first slams in a long, long while where none of the big four are favorite for like an event like like this, I guess. So it's that kind of, you know, sense of, yeah, like we could get anyone here. Like we, we literally could uh, could could get anyone. And it might well be the case where Nadal goes on and wins. And if that is the case, I don't think, don't think it's going to be like detrimental to like the rest of the draw. It'll be, you know, a history making kind of moment. So 
I don't know. I'm, I'm, I am really looking forward to seeing kind of what plays out. So I'll um, tell you what would be quite cool. Like if Rafa did win and Canetti won, he'd have a nearly thirty-six-year-old champion and a nearly thirty-seven-year-old champion. Wow! Yeah, so that would be. Yeah, I, I would be on board with that, given that they're my people. Yeah. <laughs> fair. fair, fair, yeah, doing it. Doing it, doing it for the oldies, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. Big up, big up the middle-aged tennis players. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Um, has anybody like we, we won't we won't go into it if, if, if nobody's really had a chance. Has anybody been catching any of the uh, although uh, any of the doubles at all or like any of the kind of anybody anybody seen anything? I've no? been seeing Next some of uh, Joe Salisbury and Rajiv Rams uh, matches. And yes. thankfully, they're still there. Um, but mm-hmm. honestly, I haven't caught as much as I should. No, fair, fair. No, that's fair. I, I, I've caught more sleep than. Uh, no, uh, no, 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 fair. fair. Anything. No, that's fair. That is fair. The only kind of doubles that I've really been able to kind of see, and that is because the Australian Open love to promote them, is uh, is Curios and Kokonakis are kind of mm-hmm. in the quarterfinals. Like, what? <laughs> Like, what in the world? The one seeds, didn't they? Being the yeah. number one yeah. seeds in straight yeah. sets. Exactly. Like, what the hell? Did not <laughs> see that coming. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Wild. And, you know, Absolutely wild. It's a, it is a testament to how talented those guys are and obviously how well they work together, but my God, like, what in the world? Um, but I yeah, do feel, no. I, I feel slightly conflicted over it, though, because, like, I really like Kokonakis, right? So, <laughs> obviously, I want to see him do well. But like mm. Nick is such a he's such a twat that I'm like <laughs> oh, you know he's I used just, to love him. I used to love him, but even I've I kind of just a bit old now. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. used to stick is a bit old. Yeah, I, I used to I used to really like him, but I've gone off him so much, and it's like it's not just obviously all the stuff that came out from his ex girlfriend last yes. year. Yes. You know, obviously yeah. that that's, that's a big thing, but. Yeah. I'd started to go off him long before that as well because I just want to say to him, like, fucking grow up, man. Grow up. I think I think I think that's I think that's part of it as well. Is like, like his whole kind of like attitude and demeanor. It's like, you know, when when he was like 21, 22, 23, we're all absolute assholes when we're 21, 22, 23. We're all absolute Speak for yourself. Like, well, you know, like <laughs> a lot of us are. Let's be honest. Let's let, let you know. Yeah, I mean, I was. I probably still am. Um, yeah, I totally was. But like, <laughs> but like most most you know early 20s are still like don't know what they want to do and are still trying to work stuff out and are still and it, you know what if nick is if nick is still trying to work stuff out at 26 that's fine that's like totally understandable but like to still be kind of as like mouthy and as like you know yeah i think i think it's a little bit tiresome like does that make sense yeah. like it's a little bit yeah. like okay yeah <laughs> one of the things like, one of the things that I noticed the other day, which was annoying me, was um, during the press conference for Kokonakis, yes, they asked the question, and so Tanasi answered it, and, mm. you know, Nick was just kind of sitting, like, he wasn't facing the mm. media the way that they yeah. normally would. He was sitting, like, side on, kind of leaning in to Tanasi and, like, whispering to him, and then, like, yeah. you know, sniggering under his breath, and yeah. just, like, trying to have almost, like, he's he's trying to make people be like this is our little private insider joke and you're not part of it yeah and i'm just like man come on like stop doing that stop being a child do that in the locker room again it gives very very lad 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 vibes and it's like 
you guys are 26. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, like. I mean, you know what? Like, I tell you though, if they go on and lift the title, fair enough. <laughs> oh, fair I mean, the, the Aussies will absolutely love it. Yeah, they'll yeah. love it. Fair enough if they do it. Um, but yeah, yeah, we'll see. Has anybody anybody caught any of the, the women's doubles at all? I honestly have not. I feel bad. Like, nope, I do feel bad. I don't want to say. All right. So that's our lesson. That's our takeaway from this episode. Is that we should all go much more of the doubles. Uh, <laughs> although, you know what? I think, still in. I do think I do think with the time zones as they are, I think there is a, a kind of like a, excuses for us there that we will a hundred percent rely on to you know excuse ourselves out of sit, catching as much doubles as we should. Um, but yeah, no, it'll be it'll be intriguing to see what plays out in this week going forward. And um, any final words? anybody anybody got anything final to say in regards to the Australian Open? In regards to Andy? In regards to anything? Anybody? Um, I would love for everyone, if they haven't um, seen the interview uh, with uh, Yelena Dokic and mm. Alizé Cornet. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. And if you have seen it, to watch it again, if you want to cry mm-hmm. happy tears, sad tears mm-hmm. about Yelena's career and whatnot. But it was a really good, really good kind of, um, it, was, it was just, I, I have no words for it, basically. Um, yeah. Alize was just thanking um, Elena about how she's done from her career and now to her commentating um, life. It, it was just good. And it just made me feel good about the whole entire tournament so far, especially during the women's side with yeah. everything going on in the men's. It's, it's, it's good. Good yeah. storylines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. quite wholesome, wasn't it? Yes. Well, let's go, go check it out. Go let mm-hmm. it put a smile on your face. Um, I, just as I just as I was wrapping up there, by the way, uh, I, uh, I I realized that I had one other thing that I meant to mention earlier and I meant to bring up as a topic earlier. I feel like Radicanu, we didn't mention her at all. Let's quickly talk about her very, very quickly. Oh, God, yeah. Um, what a fighter. What a fighter. Let's be, let's, let's be real. Mm-hmm. Like, what a fighter, right? Like, to get through, well, to get through that match and, like, you know, no, okay, she lost it in three, but, like, to play the match out with a giant blister, is that right? Like, on her, on her hand? Yeah. yeah, so they were saying that, like, she had blisters down, like, down the middle of her hand, but there was one in particular that was, like, really, really deep. So yeah. she must have been, she must have been in agony because mm-hmm. she, she couldn't grip the racket properly. Mm-hmm. So anytime she's trying to hit a forehand, it just wasn't she she couldn't basically um so i think the fact that she actually won a set with one hand basically yes is quite outstanding yeah yeah very very impressive uh and she uh her uh, her match against sloan as well um that was good Mm -hmm. Uh it was impressive yeah yeah let's talk about yeah that first set sex love 17 minutes yes that was crazy wow i was afraid of her after that i was like yeah 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 she came to play uh, it's it's a, it's a shame about the blister honestly because who knows <laughs> like who knows with radicana you can you just don't know at this point and um, if anything i think Australian really open definitely solidified for me that like radicana is here and she is going to play and you know um and she's at least going to play the grand sound events and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> every, every other tournament it'll be like oh, Emma whatever. loves a slam 
She loves uh, a slam. Uh, she'll uh, she'll take wins at slams and uh, at the other event she'll be oh, I'll, I'll turn up. Uh, <laughs> I'll turn up. I'll get the paycheck in the first round. Um, but yeah, no, I, I felt like I felt like giving giving Emma a wee shout out for her efforts for her efforts this week. I'm sure she's listening in for her for our 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 advice and our thoughts. Of course. This. Um, yeah, no, very, very excited for her heading forward. Um, yeah, is that a, is that us in this episode, folks? Is that is that us? I got I got one thing I need to get off my chest. Go for it, and that is, can, if you go to a tennis tournament, please do not do the Ronaldo celebration. Oh my god! Yes. Oh my god! Yes, I'm again, I'm gonna do. Never want to hear that again at a tennis tournament. So what, so what is it? It's awful sound. Oh, is that it? Not it. No, let's not. Guys, 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 okay. quiet, quiet. Let me do it. Are you done? Is that, is that quite good? Or no? Like, do you want me to? I can do it again. No, no, don't no, do it again. Please, please never do it again. <laughs> I love, I love how the players all just collectively hated it. <laughs> it it sounds it, it sounds like it sounds like they're Ooh. being booed. Yeah, like they're being yeah. right. So like I I I mean I have absolutely no interest in anything that Cristiano Ronaldo does. Nothing at all. So I didn't know anything about this. Yeah, and I was like, why are they booing? Like yeah. what is going on? And then the amount of people on Twitter that like, eh, actually, I think you'll find it's not booing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, just because I don't know everything that goes on in CR7's life. That to <laughs> me sounds like booing. Uh, <laughs> Um, and there you have it, folks. Uh, if you are an Australian That's listener, a perfect way to end the. Uh, you know what? I think podcast. it is. I think it is, Michael. Yeah, hundred percent. I think if any Australians are listening to us in there, you know what? I'm sure many Australians are listening to us as they're heading uh, towards Melbourne Park Park, or you know, in uh, in a few hours, and are considering zooming. Um, just to spite us. Just remember that Claire thinks that you're a terrible person, as do we. Yeah, uh, I do. We, I do. I think you're an awful person. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and on that positive Adam lifting note. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. What a state. We held it together quite well. I thought we I thought we kept the episode together well. Michael's presence kept us professional right until the end. Um, so um, <laughs> thank you all very much for listening to yet another episode of Murray Musings. He's been Peter. She's been Claire. That has been the absolutely fantastic Michael, uh, lob winners on Twitter, uh, and I've been Scott. Uh, thank you all very much, folks. We'll be back next week with some kind of an episode. I don't know. We'll a be nice with recap you. of the wonderful recap. Australian Open. Recap of the Australian Open, I guess. I guess. I guess. I'll with Gail Monfils as the winner. With Gail Monfils as champion. Yep, and yep, yep. Kai Mon- and Kai Kanepi. Absolutely. That's going to actually be we need. Thank you all very much for tuning in, folks. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Andy Murray, and you've been listening to the Murray Musings podcast. <laughs>